Hello and welcome to Koality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. Hello and welcome to Koality Time, the KO Koala Entertainment Podcast. I'm Skylar Sokol. And I'm Anthony Nicolosi. And I think that as I demonstrated last week with my audio editing ability in the intro, I'm gonna I can make this intro sound like it was sung to appease the masses. That's all that matters. Perception is reality, as they say. As long as the masses think so. As long as Discord thinks so. <laughs> yeah, that's good. As long as though Discord gets mad at me. Yeah, exactly. Yes. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're here to talk about topics on games and game design. And uh, you thought of our topic this week. So why don't you introduce it? Yeah. Um, again, this week I was inspired by um, our I'm going to say good friend, but Jesse Shell doesn't know us, so he might not be our friend. Um, yeah, he, he might not don't like wrap us. me into this one. You you can you can pretend <laughs> you're friends like with Jesse me. Shell, yes. but don't wrap me I into pretend, this. <laughs> I pretend that I'm friends with Jesse Shell, but um, so Jesse Shell has a, we've talked about it before on this podcast, fantastic book, Art of Game Design, A Book of Lenses. Um, where he goes through game design through a, what he calls a, a variety of lenses, different perspectives on the, making your game, etc. And uh, one that caught my attention this week as I was, again, uh, reading through it was the lens of rewards. And I, in my opinion, what Jesse's talking about here in this lens are extrinsic rewards. So like rewards that the game gives you um, for either accomplishing something in the game, well, for accomplishing something in the game, or uh, whether it's like a competitive skill rank or it's a cosmetic pack of some sort for either unlocked because you accomplished something or because you maybe purchased something. We'll, we'll get into that. Or um, like a new gameplay element, right? Or like a new way to play the game maybe. Right. Exactly. Like um, new game plus mode maybe is an example, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So I'm just going to read a little bit of what he uh, mentions here. He he says, everyone likes to be told they're doing a good job, which is in itself an interesting thing. Maybe we can talk about here in a sec. But things to think about are like, what rewards does a game give out? Are players excited when they get rewards? So we can talk about that from like kind of our own perspective, our own experience playing certain games. And uh, getting a reward you don't understand is like getting no reward at all, which I find very interesting because um, I don't usually think about it. And I don't think many of us spend a lot of time thinking about the rewards that we don't really understand or don't like. We just kind of move on. Um, but it might be interesting to talk about that a little bit, too. So I think what would be uh, maybe a good way to start is if we uh, d dive into our favorite, maybe, or, yeah, favorite implementation of games, either recently of all time, uh, f favorite implementation of rewards in a game. Do you want to start, Skyler? Yeah, sure. So... Thinking about this topic, I think it is interesting for me. I think the th ways I feel the most rewarded in games are usually more intrinsic. Like, I like feeling like my skill at whatever thing I'm doing in a game is improving. And so extrinsic rewards that help me either measure that or feel like that is occurring are very valuable to me. Um, one game where that happens a lot is in U-Beat, um, the rhythm game that I play at arcades. That it has like the normal letter grading system that a lot of rhythm games have, where like the, how well you do, you get a letter grade A, S, double S, whatever. Um, and it like you know it shows you your score going up. You can see your exact score, so you can compare it to previous scores, and you can see your letter grade. Um, 
And yeah, I, I even just that simple reward system, quote unquote, it's almost even just like a score measuring system is like enough of a reward for me to want to keep playing because it shows my skill progression. But um, something that even motivated me to want to play UB and some other games made by the same company like this game called Sound Voltex further is something called a, an e-amusement pass. It's this card that normally you can only get in Japan, but I got one at an arcade down in uh down in a different city in Colorado and with this card if the arcade game is set up correctly which it is at one of the arcades I go to you can scan the card in the game and then you have like a consistent profile and so the card keeps track of your previous ratings on every song you've ever played and you can look at them and it'll like suggest what songs you should play and you can try and beat your old scores and in addition to that whenever you do better than an old score or you get a score on a song you've never played before you get this like yeah, at least in the U- this U beat version you get this like U beat juice <laughs> that like fills up this cup and it's like this it's like colored and you see it filling it up and once the cup gets full you like go up a color rank and then you start filling up a new cup and so not only do you get to like track your own skill progression on individual songs and your like overall best songs but you also get this like overall cup progression and sometimes if you get a cup level up or like after a specific point in the like juice journey you get free songs in your session so normally you only get to play three but sometimes it'll give you a free extra song based on like how well you did interesting so do you yeah so you log in or something because there's got to be yeah basically you scan the card it's like rfid and then you type in a pin code okay Hmm. that's interesting that's cool yeah it's really cool Uh, i love it like that has like changed I was already very motivated to play Ubeat, if you couldn't tell. But that has, like, I would say, like, doubled my motivation for wanting to play those games now. Like, I want to go all the time. And I want to go to the arcade that has it set up for this card way more than I do the one that doesn't. Even though the one that doesn't is the one I generally enjoyed going to more previously. Okay. So, so there's a few kinds of rewards in there, right? From an inch, You started off by saying there was the letter system right like kind of the grading system Um, yeah well the starting reward is just like knowing that i'm doing better right like my own skill and you said from your perspective that wasn't necessarily super motivating you just it wasn't as motivating uh or as rewarding as just the reward the intrinsic reward of playing the game itself is that correct um well Sorry, the intrinsic reward of playing the game and feeling like I am improving based on my own perception is extremely rewarding. But these other extrinsic rewards that like build on top of that exact concept add a ton of value to the game for me. Gotcha. Yeah, because they reinforce your perception that you're getting better, right? Right. Or More even less. like prove it, right? Yeah, right. And, and I mean, uh, that's a... That's not too dissimilar to the implementations you see of competitive skill ranks in other games, right? Like uh, It's true, and I could bring those up too, right? Like Rocket League, Dota, fighting right. games. And I could get into very detailed like opinions on how those systems differ and how the way they reward players are better or worse. I'm not sure this is the place for that, but I think those that skill rank is a very similar concept that I also really enjoy and love playing those games for that, and that enhances my enjoyment for sure. Okay. Um, then though you get the juice, the Ubi juice, yep. um, and and uh, that's sort of uh, it's a it's a there are other other games may do something similar in like you uh, accomplish 
sort of maybe some in in game achievements, if you will. Um, in this case, it's it's you only fill up on juice by playing games when you're sort of logged in with your pass. Is that correct? Correct, and then doing better on songs. Okay, so Anytime you do, you do better, on... also do better. Right. Yeah, you have to beat a previous record. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, I, I think I missed that part. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's not just like a clean, straight up every time you play thing, you get it. But actually, in Street Fighter Four, the MMR system was very interesting. There was a overall player points rating and a battle points rate. Your player points rating was with all characters. Anytime you played, that would go up and down like a normal MMR system. But then battle points were were character by character, and they were way more generous. So they would go up way more easily than they would go down. So even though your player points may not be improving that much, you could still track your improvement with just a single character in a much more like nice way where it was just handing you this improvement. So that was really cool. And not just based on like doing better. You just had to like play more and that gave you was, that reward. So that street fighter system was like, if you will, XP, XP experience based sort like, of. Yeah. It's similar to XP. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Cause halo three back in whatever, 2007 had a system like that for its playlists where you had a competitive skill rank in the ranked ones. Um, and then you had this like playlist rank that was just based on, if you will, XP in that playlist, how much you played that playlist. Similar um, to Rocket League, right? With the it's ranked MMR system. And then you also have your overall experience right. that you just get from playing. Right. Yep. Um, so that's so that's cool. The, the You beat a little twist on that of having to do better is also really cool, though. I I feel in a way, especially lining up with your part what you're particularly looking for in that game that probably is more interesting to you than just an xp kind of a thing right like because you have to beat a record yeah yeah, yeah. i love it yeah and then in sound voltex also you can like unlock new songs um which you couldn't like or new difficulties of songs you couldn't play before and also you can like get these special events that like make you play a song that's harder than like you were playing before and if you beat it you get like a super point reward or some shit or like an extra song or i don't even know what because i don't i haven't beaten them very many times because they're hard like it just adds some weird unexpected events i think the best rewards for me are either ones that are like helping me track my intrinsic skill improvement or ones that are very surprising and like exciting. Sure. Do you have any um, kind of feel or information on generally how the UB community uh, to whatever extent that is how they like that um, juice system? No, unfortunately I have, basically absolutely no idea i mean i know a lot of people go to the arcade i go to like having the cards and want them and want to use them so like right i that's some indication that people enjoy it but like specific testimonials on that system i've never talked to anyone about it besides myself the, basically the reason why i ask is because jesse shell also touches on that in the lens of just that different games um the rewards is not necessarily a system that should be done exactly the same for every game. Um, and that different games, especially in, in with the per, the perspective of like different, like focusing on their player bases and different player bases, looking for different things um, may want to do rewards a little differently than what you see in other games. And so that one just has that interesting little twist of you need to beat a record to gain juice, right? Instead of just being, yeah. Like, or play a song you haven't played before. 
Okay. Well, that's cool. That's also cool. Because then you're establishing um, a record, right? So technically you're beating your old record on that song, which was nothing. True. So, yeah, it would just be interesting if somehow, you know, the devs had, you know, enough information or just enough of a gut feel or something about that that's what their, um, what their player base would be more interested in than just strictly an XP thing, which I, I think makes a lot yeah. of sense based off of what you just I mean, said. I would postulate based on my knowledge of like the Japanese rhythm game community, like that community is very hardcore about their rhythm games. Like they want the games to be hard and they want to like have to do well at them. So a system that's like all based on skill improvement makes total sense for that style of game and the kind of community that likes playing it. Right. Yep. Yep. That makes sense. Um, all right. Uh, that's, that's, uh, I mean, that's some of my, my thoughts on rewards. I have some other games that we can talk about later, but I want to hear what you feel like your favorite kinds of, rewards are in games that produce those rewards so uh my thought first went to from an in-game like reward system my favorite implementation of games i think is uh in games is right now minecraft minecraft so the why i say that is the following um an example of a reward that you can get in minecraft like for in uh, I, I want to say over the last couple of years, sometime I can't remember exactly the update. They, uh, when you beat the Ender Dragon, these Ender End cities um, become available to you through this End portal. So you beat the Ender Dragon in this like little, I don't know, like little eyeball looking thing that's made out of End bricks um, shows up in the sky, and you have to like build a tower up you know, like build yourself up and then throw an end eye, uh, the ender eye or whatever they're called. You know, the, the eyes that the endermen drop. You have to throw one yes. of those eyes an through eye the ender. portal. Eye of ender, that's right. So you have to throw the eye of ender through the portal and then you spawn in the end city like realm. It, it looks like the end, but it's got these unique um, buildings and structures the main one of interest, at least for me in this example, is the this like ship. It's like a it looks like a big pirate ship made out of these purple bricks, and um, inside of this space, there you can eventually find a an elytra, the this like cape that you can wear and fly around with, uh, glide around with. Technically, uh, you also in these end cities find the shulkers which are this special mob that only spawn there it's kind of like unique and it's in that way from like the other dimensions that minecraft has it's a mob that only spawns in the end city and when you kill it you get shulker boxes which essentially serve as like inventory multipliers. so like you, you you a shulker box can hold um as much stuff as your normal inventory can hold and you can carry inventory amount of shulker boxes in in your inventory right so it's kind of like a backpack if you will of more stuff okay um uh well yeah yeah. if you want to say more you can i was just gonna ask some questions but go ahead no 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 so so this is this is an example um from my perspective of an a reward that the game gives you for um achieving a significant event in this case it's been beating the ender dragon this is like a late game reward the game offers you, but it like directly folds back into your experience of uh, the rest of the game. The Elytra is a big one. Um, it totally changes like how you move around in Minecraft uh, in combination with fireworks. You basically can fly around the, the whole place. And if you get 
a mending enchantment on it. It never breaks. So you just essentially enable the ability to fly around the world. So, um, so yeah. Okay. That's cool. Um, I, that's interesting. So you're describing, you describe this reward that you get after being the end dragon, which sounds, which is like the entire, like be, that's like beating Minecraft. Right. But I feel like, there's a lot of rewards in Minecraft that come before that, and I'm just curious if those are significant to you as well. For example, like, and maybe you just don't have this experience anymore with Minecraft because you've played for so long, but like the experience of discovering a recipe or like finding a block you haven't seen before and like figuring out you can build it into something is, are these rewards you find interesting or enticing as well? Or are those not really on that level for you as this end dragon reward? So yes, totally. Um, the I went for this end beating the Ender Dragon End City reward to start with because I think it's a little more explicit. Like uh, you, li- you cannot get this unless you do this other thing first. Right, it, it's literally a beat and, I mean, the game and are... get a thing reward. Like I, I just think all games have that, and Minecraft has a lot more than that. At least in my opinion. Yes. No. You. You're. You're told you're you're definitely right, and actually, maybe a more direct reward of beating the Ender Dragon is this end egg. Like the the dragon dies, and there's this egg that um, you you like can't pick it up. You have to like sort of knock it through the portal in the right way. Well, I'm no, that's not true. Don't knock it through the portal uh, to people who are listening. You have to like. I, I, there's some clever way that you need to manipulate it. I don't know if it's Has like this you become need to a Minecraft spoiler a podcast. What what is this? <laughs> but anyway you get this egg for beating the ender dragon and that's like i think much more of a direct reward you can take once you figure out how to pick it up you can take it with you and put it in the overworld as like a trophy um but uh yes i what you just said i 150 percent think that's a uh rewarding part it it, it, it's sort of in a similar way like you for example like you go mining that first time you find diamonds right um and the things that diamonds enable you to like just the much more sub, uh, powerful tools that last a lot longer armor that's a lot stronger finding that figuring out that recipe to build this thing um or um what's the word the potions like making the potions uh, going into the nether finding the stronghold like finding biomes in itself is almost a bit of a reward it's, yep. minecraft has this like discovery aspect to it that um is rewarding in yeah itself. it's this like it's uh, like the surprise slash novelty kind of reward yeah the yep and at the same time you have ext- like complete autonomy over finding that reward or not like you, you, you very rarely i'm trying to think like you could technically in some crazy way stumble upon diamonds in minecraft that would basically be like you fall down a ravine and you accidentally show up right in front of diamonds but you still are sort of maybe intentionally looking for it i'm not sure so the 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 part i think that also makes the minecraft rewards very rewarding is that you have complete um that uh uh, finding those rewards or coming across those rewards achieving those rewards is a hundred percent up to you as well um it's similar in that way to like a competitive skill rank like you were saying um before like in in ub at least when you're when you're playing ub there's not you could argue maybe in something like rocket league or multiplayer that 
this your skill rank could be swayed by like the skill of the players you're playing with or something like that like um but in something like you beat it's there's no way that it's not just you yourself and your execution against the game right um that gives you that reward you know what i mean um and I feel like the mine, Minecraft, even in its discovery element and everything like that, is is very much similar. Even though it's based regard, very thoroughly in our, in random chance. Yeah, yes, but like you, you are the one that takes initiative to enter into that random chance. If that, I, I, like, I don't know if that makes sense. Like, you go mining to find this thing, right? Sure. And uh, so, like, if you if you find diamonds, it's because you might like. There's a the, you worked for it, and I think that's another part of the reward system. And Jesse t- touches on that too. That's important. Like getting reward for no reason is not as rewarding as getting a reward for some reason for achieving something or doing something. Sure. Um, potentially, generally speaking, and I and maybe that's a question I'll ask you. Like, at least for me, that's definitely true. Like, if we're talking about like that Street Fighter system that we we're talking about before, the Halo systems um, that were implemented before, in place like the XP versus the competitive skill rank. I find competitive skill rank to be much more rewarding than the XP based. Um, uh, system. I really like the at least for Rocket League. Like, I really like some of the cosmetics you can unlock through the XP based system, and like the titles you get for getting like a uh, hundred levels or whatever are really exciting to me. So I actually really enjoy that system a lot. Um, but I think the skill rank does reward me more, though, personally. Um, although, the skill rank goes down, so it also pisses me off sometimes, which the XP never does, <laughs> right? Right. Um, right. Uh, okay, um, before you start changing the subject, though, I got more Minecraft yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, so I'm very interested because you very much... So, okay, a few things. First of all, do you still find finding diamonds rewarding? I'm assuming the answer is yes. Uh, yeah, sort of. Like, it also depends on. I have I play in two worlds right now. One world's less farther on, and so it's it's more rewarding there because it's more meaningful for me there. Right. Like, it impacts my world more. So, if you started so, yeah. over from scratch, would you still find finding diamonds rewarding, or would it more feel like something you just need to get to and get done so you can get to the other stuff? Yeah, there's definitely an amount of novelty that's lost like the finding it for the first time is definitely was definitely more rewarding than finding it now right these rewards Um, are sort of starting to sound to me like an adventure in hedonic adaptation like and that (laughs) i think is really true with novelty and surprise based rewards and maybe the case with minecraft that these rewards are definitely going to lose their luster like for sure when you as you gain more experience with the game like for the first person playing the game the first time, even figuring out you can punch a tree and get wood could be a very exciting experience. There's no way that's still a rewarding, exciting experience for someone who's like super has played the game forever. Right. Um, and so, right. if Minecraft hadn't kept adding the content it did, I I would s- suspect that maybe its player base would have reduced pretty significantly by now. Because yep. a lot of these people totally are in agree. it for these new novelty and new surprise based rewards, right? Yep. Like, for example, the rewards no, it's, it's you true. gave as your example of your favorite reward in Minecraft was not in the game until, like, this past year, right? Or two years, maybe? Not that long, right? Yeah, yeah. It, it's relatively new, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, I think that 
as you see the through the history of Minecraft, that's totally been the case, right? There was the when the Nether was introduced, like this whole new dimension, um, and and now they've they, it, you know they they've continued adding. They added the the sea um, biome update that updated all kinds of stuff in water, um, added new places to go, new bosses to fight. Minecraft is, I totally agree with you. Um, Minecraft needs sort of this regular, um, update cadence to it, uh, to, 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 to be able to continue offering novelty and rewards. I mean, for, for me right now, I, I am waiting for the nether update. So the nether is about to get updated significantly. Uh, new biomes, new uh, mobs, new... Uh, th- and th- there's even a new element that's stronger than diamond, right? Interesting. So so that's that's a big reward. Uh, there are a lot of rewards to be had there. And I'm, I'm actually generally kind of just chilling, haven't played a bunch of Minecraft because I'm anticipating this and, update. Yes. And I'm going to jump into it and want to do this stuff. That's a super good point. And this happens with a lot of some of the communities I interact with too, like Dota, for example, people play it and are love with it. And then the patch sort of gets stale and they're sort of like, all right, I want the meta to shift or whatever to be shaken up. So they sort of just start waiting for the patch and they don't really play as much Dota or they don't enjoy it as much. It's not as rewarding. And, t- and they're just waiting for this patch to drop, right? Um, it's really interesting right. that those rewards really can become stale over time. So how much how much do you think novelty has to do with a good reward? Um, it, based off of what we're just talking about right now, it kind of seems like it's pretty important. I think right? it's interesting because the intrinsic stuff I was talking about at the beginning, I don't think has to do with novelty as much. But if a reward is more extrinsic, then I think novelty matters a lot. Sorry, repeat that. If a reward I think that, is like, novelty more or, extrinsic. Sorry, I think like novelty or surprise are like a shortcut for an extrinsic reward to feel as valuable as an intrinsic reward. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like novelty yeah. is a great bridge to make an extrinsic reward feel more internally rewarding than than just like making the player feel good about things. Right. I agree. Yeah, that's I so interesting. I, I personally agree. Okay, I have one more Minecraft yes. question because I really, I'm really interested in okay, this. Yeah. So I'm curious because I think some people would say that, like, did you, I'm assuming based on your, the way you've described your enjoyment of games in the past, like you don't like puzzle games, stuff like that, that you would be the kind of person who when playing Minecraft would probably look up recipes or like, for example, when you beat the Ender Dragon, you said you have to do this specific thing. Did you spend the time to discover what that thing was or did you like look it up or get the information from elsewhere? And is that part yes. like, so that's what I, I figured. Looked- I figured you would be the, the person who would look it up, which is fine, but that's just an interesting take on that reward, right? Because I imagine the developers intended that the figuring out of the thing would be part of the reward too, right? Yeah, so here's a, th- a thought on that too. When I started playing Minecraft, um, which I cannot remember exactly where, it was like after the horses came out, but... Um, I actually the very first platform I played Minecraft on was mobile uh, on my phone. Interesting. And for that for that experience not to be horrible, I guess, or just generally a little more um, accessible to the masses, I think they introduced the ability that like you didn't have to manually put things into the little uh, 
um, what's it called? You, you, you know, you have the space when you open up your inventory where you can, at least for the old school way, oh, the, like, you crafting place items. Menu part. Yeah. Yes, the, the crafting little space yeah. or whatever. Well, they introduced like crafting book where you like you would have the list of all the items you could particularly you could possibly build i'm sorry and um if you had the items for it it was enabled if not it was disabled and you could hover over it and be like okay these are the things i still need to get to be able to uh, build and this. you didn't even have to so, know the recipe you just had to get the items no you just needed the items and then right. you would click the item and it would show up in your inventory right you didn't so have to arrange them in the, in the in the thing or anything like that yeah because i started playing yes. like from the beginning right where you had to like make a triangle of iron to make arrange. a bucket or yes. whatever and like to, i'm gonna be honest i think that's dope like <laughs> i i watch people who know how to do that when i watch them on youtube or whatever uh -huh. and i think that's really cool i th i think that the reality at least for me is like i don't have enough time to to uh, to spend on like figuring that out right now so i i just stick to the cheating lame way of <laughs> either googling it or something and watching a youtube video on how to do something you know what i mean um then actually just in game figuring it out my guess would be that if i found minecraft when i was like uh younger when i was playing like a teenager games like final yeah, like Final Fantasy VII, Zelda Ocarina of Time. I didn't I I think I eventually got a guide for Final Fantasy VII. Uh -huh. You know, like one of those guides yeah. that you could get. Prima official um, strategy guide or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like some strat yeah, strategy guide. Um which smelt so good, by the way. <laughs> if you got a new one and you opened it up like the middle of those pages. I there. remember that. Hell uh, yeah. <laughs> um so I, I think I got a guide for Final Fantasy VII, but like Zelda, I didn't I didn't get anything. I just played through that thing and figured things out as it went and didn't figure out some stuff sometimes. Um, but but that was a different time in life. I I could just, I don't know, I was more interested. I, I, it's not only that I think I was more interested in those experiences. I, I felt uh, I, right now with like the, this is a whole interesting other thing that we should talk about. I sometime, think we're going right to need a part now, two to go down this road, but yeah. Yes. I just want to finish that thought with saying right now, I look at, okay, I'm going to spend, let's say, a couple hours playing a game if I were to do that right now. And if I don't achieve something in those couple of hours, I think subconsciously, given the fact that I have all these other responsibilities in life that I need to be taken care of, it's like, I'm spending two hours on something that I didn't even accomplish anything in. So <laughs> I, my I question know that though makes sense. would be like when you say you need to achieve something, does that mean that the game rewards you in such a way that you feel like you achieve something or is it an intrinsic thing? Like what reward is giving you this feeling of achievement that you're looking for? Yeah, I think it's a, it's not even sometimes necessarily the game system itself defining that for me it's like i go into it if we're like doing the minecraft sessions like okay i know this update just came out and uh to get ready to let's say go in the nether i'm going to need to get some of these fire resistance potions right so i start my gaming session thinking okay i need to i want to today come out of this with like 10 potions okay. ready so to you're go setting yourself like some sort of quest goal yeah Yes. Um, there are other games like Rocket League, like we've talked about in the past, where I'll set a personal goal, but that is very much more directly dictated by, I think, or at least more explicitly dictated by the system the game offers right. and the competitive skill rank. Right. right? 
Um, so yeah, um, it's okay. like I, I'm going to try and level up, whatever. Cool. Well, yeah, I think this topic definitely deserves a part two. I think there's a lot more we could talk about on the subject, but I think for today we should probably wrap it up here. Um, I'd love to hear people's opinions on rewards and games they think have they've played that they felt really rewarded and what kind of rewards have given them that. Um, maybe the games they didn't feel rewarded or what they think about the games we like and the games we feel rewarded by. Um, where can people do that? Yeah, the best place to talk to us is our Discord server. Um, our And you can find our Discord server by either checking out the links in our various social media platforms, Instagram, Twitter. You can find us at koala underscore ENT, at koala underscore ENT. Um, there we have links to our Discord, or if you want, you can go to koalaentertainment.com. There you've got links to all our social media uh, web uh, presences. If you all the podcasts, <laughs> and, all the uh, social media presences, yeah, all the podcasts, uh, Facebook, TikTok, uh, Twitch, on top of, on newly top of added. Twitch newly added. We will be streaming. Isn't that right, Scott? That is right. Yeah, you can find the Twitch link on our website or just go to kaokoala underscore ENT there as well. Yes. So you can probably the easiest way to play, find us is kaokoalaentertainment.com and find the links to everywhere there. Um, but come talk to us in Discord. We have channels where we are, we talk to our community members about the podcast and the topics in it. So if you want to give your thoughts on this one, um, also maybe suggest future topics, um, that's the place to do it. When we're there regularly every day, all the time, and the community is great. And, right, Skylar, you get the uh, sneak peek into the universe that we're, it's not not really a sneak peek, you're, you're jumping into the first... Um, little slices of the are the universe of the yeah game this making. is it's literal like lore straight from the universe there's a game involved with it that you can play um there'll be more and more coming soon more lore wise and more gameplay wise and then you know this will all lead into the release of our actual game when that happens soon tm <laughs> Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. very cool so yes come find us and talk to us on discord um but until next time uh, we will uh, we'll see you next time. This has been quality time that, with Kale Koala. That, that's correct. Uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> if you forgot the name we'll of the podcast you. by the end, now you know. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you guys. Bye.